Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Welcome to this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. Today, we are going to be diving in all about how we made the decision for one of us to stay home as we are raising our kids. And if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know that both of us have been stay-at-home parents or currently are. So we're just going to be diving into what that decision process really looked like and what what really brought us to where we are today. So if you or your spouse are thinking about maybe one of you wanting to stay home during a specific season of life of raising your kids or just in general, um, we hope this conversation just really blesses you from our experience. From our experience, I highly recommend it because like you get to understand who your, your kids are and second, like you'd have to be making a whole lot of money to afford childcare anyways. So yes. I I always go back to the, we were talking with some financial advisors of ours and they said that a stay at home parent, uh, to be insured, like up to a year, they're, they are worth up to a hundred thousand dollars, um, for the year, because that's like for what all the, like the tasks that they do, like for like childcare, for Mm -hmm. the cleaning, for all, like all of the different little things Mm -hmm. that they do, like that's how much they're worth. And I'm like, Oh if not more, like you right. are well insured over a hundred thousand, hundred thousand dollars, but well, like for salary wise, yeah. that's what it'd be equivalent to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Carrie, how did we come to the decision that we wanted to be, one of us wanted to be a stay at home parent? We put on here, like we have our notes from for today. And you said that we just made the assumption that one of us would. And I, you kind of had like alluded to, we'd never even had a conversation about it, which I don't. I can't even remember if we actually did have like a full sit down conversation about when we had kids that one of us would stay home. I just knew that, like, I think I just really believed that it was holier Hmm. for a parent to stay home. I was raised by two working parents and I loved my childhood and I was, I had daycares, I had after school programming, I had school and I had like different camp activities in the summer and I learned a lot through those different experiences. I just knew that having grown up or like being surrounded by more women who were stay-at-home moms, I just assumed that that was what was best. Like I I think that's a lot of like where my philosophies of growing up (laughs) are. It's like I just made assumptions about other people. I'm not saying this is healthy. I'm just saying this is where my life was that I just saw other people and just assumed that that was the best and therefore I needed to do it as well. Yeah. I I mean, for me, I come from the opposite side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. of where I've always had a stay at home parent and one parent that your uh, mom, yeah, my mom was the stay at home parent and my dad made all the money. And Mm -hmm. like, that's what we were led to believe that like, that's what a healthy Christian household would look like. Right. And that's what, um, and that goes into like, what kind of gender roles you're mm-hmm. you're providing and so like for us i we always kind of taught maybe not taught we always caught the mm-hmm. fact that like to be a good christian woman you needed to have a family you needed to have be the stay-at-home parent mm-hmm. and just 
do whatever your husband asks of you. Yeah. And then to be a good husband is you have to be a leader. You have to be the one that's providing money. You have to be leading the family spiritually so that you're making sure that like, ooh, is everyone getting in their, into their Bibles? Are you praying? Are you doing this? Are you doing... Um, and that's like what we were led to believe what a healthy Christian household would look mm-hmm. like. And just, you know, after years of reading the Bible and going through these assumptions that we had uh, about what a healthy Christian household was like, we came to the realization that like the Bible never says you needed that the wife needed to stay home. Mm-hmm. You can, you could have the Bible say to any side of the argument, right? Of like, well, the husband needs to be making the money or he needs to be uh, the leader. Um, and so we, we came to realize that like, it doesn't need to be just the wife that stays home. It could be either or. And that both people in the marriage have equal authority. Right. A mutual submission rather mm-hmm. than just wives submitting. And that, that that's how you can disagree with us. Like That's how we come about of reading the Bible now. We came from these expectations of like, this is what a Christian household would look like. Mm-hmm. We all t- obviously didn't go that that direction so like for me specifically i didn't i have a degree in engineering and and came to realize i didn't want to be an engineer sometime during my college career Mm -hmm. um because i didn't want to keep going to college to get my master's and so i kind of like aimlessly drifted through of like random like there's a temp job over here got decent job at a um, manufacturing company and finally got to a position where I like was had like a desk job and I never like, it was okay of job. It paid the bills. Um, but that, that's basically all it was like, it wasn't that great of a working, um, that great of a work, work environment. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I never was satisfied. I kind of was just like, I spent as little of my time there. Like mostly I think two reasons because I'm not the person that, pours myself into my work and mm-hmm. to like I'm not I didn't really enjoy it there were some days like I could actually listen to a podcast so that was a big ups like adjustment for me was that I didn't have enough I didn't have 40 hours a week of listening to podcasts but I mean you make it do and so yeah I just um I wasn't satisfied so I think was it like we were trying to get me home for three, four years. Yes. So what when Finn was born or like when we found out we were pregnant with Finn, just to backtrack a little bit, I think I just made the assumption that I was going to be home like this mom stay home with her babies. So I left my full time nanny job and I still kept working part time at our church and balancing both. And right before Finn was born, I started with a network marketing company and started doing really well in that. So I basically was... I felt like I was working to like a full-time job on top of being a brand new mom while John was working full-time because I just, this whole like rest, non resting, like needing to fill time. (laughs) I giggle because I feel like this sometimes that's still where I'm at and just always looking for other things that I really enjoy doing outside of motherhood. And, um, when Finn was born, I like felt like I could take on the world. Like I didn't really need a lot of support. I just felt like I like, this is just, 
my buddy and we just continued living life together. So there was, um, when like John was walking through all of this with like all the different positions and just him coming home and not being his best self and just, just, I, I know there are people out there who see this, like their spouse comes home and they're just drained and they don't have energy to actually be with the people that they care about. And you feel like mm. you're kind of getting their leftovers. That was a season that I really felt like that we were walking through. And I think at that point we were just kind of looking for like, well, what are different options? And that was really where network marketing became a really big ideal for us of we can actually make full-time income from this and kept striving and striving and striving and striving and striving. And for years, this is like really the dream that I thought that God had really positioned us to be ready for. And it was door close, door close, door close. And if you have ever been in a season like that, like know that it could truly be a shift of a dream and that was something that John and I both had to mourn is like the dream of what our life was going to look like in our own timeline I know I set so many like by this time John's gonna be done and we're gonna be home and just dreaming about what our life was gonna be look like of all of us being home and me working being a top leader in this company and just being able to have all the freedom and flexibility. And that just was not the reality. And come COVID, it was when everything pretty much shifted for us of John was working, he was considered an, an essential worker and then bringing it back to learning more of the online business and just really like, okay, outside of network marketing, there's this whole world of online businesses and taking our freelancing business. And maybe that was going to be... <laughs> the solution for us and well before we go too far of like where you are now i think you had this assumption right that like you kept like kept seeing all these other families that are making a full-time income and you're like Mm -hmm. you believe like why can't that be me right Right. of like i want to be someone that has works on my own time i want to have a full-time income that supports my family i can work when i want to have the freedom to like, oh, I want to take a two week trip. Mm-hmm. Like you wanted that. And then like, I think that is what, where we're like, when you moved into like where you are now of like, where like you do work a full-time job through our church. Um, you had to grieve the fact that like, oh, I might not have the freedom that mm-hmm. I wanted before. Like I'm still limited to my vacation that I get through, <laughs> through them. And yeah. Right. We don't always get what we expect, especially as 20-some-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And all all of this through, we're just searching for, like, how can we bring John home? How can we bring John home? How can we bring John home? And it was just this burning desire of him not being miserable at a job. And um, it was me being home still like working our freelancing business and being home with the kids. And that was just getting exhausting. I was really grateful Finn was in school. I would have Penny at the Y to like have childcare and just being able to get work done. And it just was not going to be sustainable anymore. And then there was a job opportunity that came up that I now have been in for over a year. And that was when we were able to make the switch of, Um, John being able to come home and I think I think the biggest takeaway from this is that there were so many times for me where I just said if I just had this x number of income then we'll be fine 
then then we'll all be fine then john can come home and i was just kind of living on a wish and a prayer of like not actually like thinking through decisions i was more like john just quit just quit be done and we'll just figure it out and i knew that wasn't wise and i really applaud you john just for supporting our family and being a leader in that way because I know that seasons for many years was difficult and challenging on you. And yet instead of just like throwing in the towel and just saying, okay, Carrie, maybe you're right. And I will just like quit and figure it out that we actually stood the course and just waited and had the financial resources to actually make the switch. Yeah. I mean, for me, it wasn't like it was mentally challenging because it was was a easy job. It was basically just copying, pasting. I think for me, it was just like, um, it like it drained my motivation almost, mm-hmm. and so like it wasn't energy draining. It, it didn't drain my um, my mental capacity. It didn't it drain emotionally. Well, some days it drained me emotionally because you know when you deal with stupid people, you you drain that way. Um, I think yeah, it was like when I got home, I no longer wanted to do anything. I just wanted to check out. I wanted like that's my own like how I react of like, I just want to disengage from everything of like, I just want comfort now because I was uncomfortable, quote unquote, uncomfortable for eight hours, nine hours. And so I just got home and it became almost like my children were a burden to me. Mm -hmm. Being married was a burden to me. And like, that's not, that's like, I wouldn't admit that then because like, no, I love my parent. I love my wife. I love my children and by making the shift i think let's move back we we decided we wanted to make the shift because i want to go back to school like i think i've talked about this before Mm -hmm. of like i want to go back to school to get my master's of divinity to become a pastor and so like that would be most ideal if i'm at home so because then i could do an online master's of divinity once the kids are in full-time school Mm -hmm. and so that's still like two or three years from now and so we still had like flex time of like absolutely and so i'm like you know what if i need to work uh, then i need to work if i can be home then like yeah then i could have my motivation of like i can actually be a blessing to the rest of my family rather than a burden and i think that's what kind of made us move towards our goal of making me come home Versus of like, oh, no, it's fine. John can keep working. Mm -hmm. Um, And well, one, another reason was you're making more money at this position than I was. Right. I was slowly making like getting more and more like advances because Mm -hmm. like I didn't have experience in the job that I finally got there. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, we'll start at you at this and then let's move you up to this. And like, okay, let's get you more competitive pay. And I'm sure if I stayed another year, they would have bumped me up again. But. Yeah, sometimes for, that's that's just not worth it. Right, for a job that's glorified copying and pasting, I'm, yeah, I don't need to get paid more money. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. And I think that's where, like, we find ourselves now is we're still in the process. I'm, like, we're just celebrated a year of John being home, of still figuring out, okay, what works best, what doesn't where (laughs) when is penny going to full-time school (laughs) or like what does school look like for her now that she's going to be turning three and 
all the different things that come with it and figuring out, okay, now schooling for both of our kids and just all this different new chapter. And John is able to now look at more like schools and what that looks like and what does our business look like now with this. And it's been, it's been really, really good having you home. And I think that's, I think one of the hardest parts of all of this has, has been what other people have said. I remember when there were, I have had multiple people when they find out that I work and that John is home, they are like flabbergasted of like, this is not the ideal. This is not how it should be. Like, this is, I can't believe you're making money and your husband is home. Like, doesn't he miss not make, like, doesn't he miss not making money? Doesn't he miss like all this side of it? Plain and simple, I'm not like a typical stereotypical guy. Like that's no. what happens when you treat as all guys want to make money. Like no, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need to make money. Like that's mm-hmm. not a motivator for me. It's funny that you say that from your perspective because like for me, when I ne- whenever I talk about it to other guys, they're like, oh, "That's the dream, right?" Of mm-hmm. like, I want to be a stay at home parent, but yeah. like the reality is like, well, one of them is a doctor. Yeah, that said that, and he's like, you can't replace that income. Mm-hmm by whatever she can do right like he went to school for that period of time so now he can make that money Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's just like that god blessed us in this way of Mm -hmm. like i don't use my degree carrie never got a degree because she thought she was marrying someone that would use their degree (laughs) that's so true (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so like we kind of have equal footing in that aspect of like we can like income wise of yes. like we can are at an equal space like place mm-hmm. for income and so we are blessed to make a decision between either Carrie or me and mm-hmm. so like I know that's not a reality for most people because like the husband is motivated by what is that next accolade I can get right. of like how can I grow in this company what's that next step of being making more money mm-hmm. where like women are tend to be mm-hmm. um more hospitable they're more like ca- compassionate caring for like littles and mm-hmm. i think we're equally um compassionate caring and um so yeah it's just understanding our dynamics within our family like between mm-hmm. carrie and i what are what are our strengths and then like figuring out what our roles are based off of our strengths so like for us like it's either of us can be a stay-at-home parent at drop of a hat like mm-hmm. come five ten years from now when i do get it like when the kids are in full-time school they're growing older they're getting more independent like we'll probably both be working right and mm-hmm. like you've already established a track for yourself mm-hmm. and i'm still trying to establish that like i have to go back to school i have to find a job <laughs> um but yeah so it's like set yourself up for success not for like right now but like what three five ten years from now and if success for you is like i mean success is for any christian is to be more like jesus but Mm -hmm. that looks differently per person right like we shouldn't ask like what would jesus do it's more of a what would jesus do if he were me Mm -hmm. question um because like we're created unique we're created with our individual skills so that we can benefit the body of christ and so find where you can benefit the body of christ um, for Carrie, it's marketing, it's communications. For me, I hope it's shepherding and it's mm-hmm. um, being a care pastor. 
Um, well, and you're shepherding and caring for well, our right, littles right, right like, now. Right mm-hmm. now, I am doing exactly what I would want to do of, I want to help grow and unfold people. Mm-hmm. And that is what I'm doing with my two and four year old. Just looks different. It looks different, yeah. <laughs> different types of conversations rather than. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still like Jesus, Jesus-y conversations, but yeah. So. And with that, we are going to wrap things up. We hear some elephant steps coming coming on down for a little finny up from nap. And we hope you are enjoying these episodes of Couples Becoming Intentional. Happy 2023. We are so excited to be celebrating a top 10% podcast and over 3,000 downloads in the last year. And we're about halfway through the year. We've been doing this for almost six months. And we are just incredibly, incredibly grateful for each and every single one of you. And if you have a question or a topic that you would like to have featured on the show, feel free to send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com. And we would love to have you featured on the show. Or if you just want to be a guest speaker on our show. Absolutely. Finn, do you like having mom home or dad home more? Both. <laughs> That's fair. What is your favorite activity to do with dad when you're home? Collar. Collar. What else? I feel like you like to cut with mother. Do you like disc golf? Cut. Cut. Disc golf. Mm. And soccer. Mm. Soccer is fun. Go 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 go. And rawr. Rawr. <laughs> Goofy boy. See you later. See you later. See you right. See you later, alligator. After my clock tonight. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. As always, if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com, or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Baco. We'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast. And as always, if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode, feel free to go ahead and send them the link. And if you love this content, we'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcast. Until next time, we love you and we appreciate you. See you guys. Bye.